So today's a great day. Guys, listen, uh, real quick, if you're a fan of this show, please tell your friends they could sample the show at our free feed. That's right, free feed, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, just give us five stars, say whatever the fuck you want. Uh, we got merch, dude. Just go to uh, akadeepwaters.com, get some get some we gotta really up our merch game i gotta focus on that uh follow us on instagram at aka deep waters and brian kellen where in the world is brian salt lake city wise guys one night one night only thursday august 18th the, the the weekend of the ufc in salt lake city i will be there doing stand up august 18th come one Come all, wise guys, one of the best clubs in the country. One of the I best be cities to do stand-up in. Yes, I can't wait, August 18th. Then I got Nashville, Tennessee, Zanies, August 26th, 27th. Then I got San Jose, California, The Improv, September 15, 16, and 17. It's been a while since I've been there. I can't wait. Spokane, Washington, Spokane Comedy Club, September 22, 24. Come get some, everybody. Uh, hi, my name is Sam Triplin. I love uh, Dirty Dancing. Uh, August 10th is a comedy chaos. I believe it's by the time you get this, it shall be sold out. Uh, then you go down one assassins only Brian Callen was going to do it, but he's not now. Uh, it's assassins only. You do not hear the lineup. You just show up and oh, rock. Shit, that's and cool. then I'm going to start putting together some, I haven't been booking stuff because, uh, flights are too expensive, but it's time to get back on the, the fucking saddle and rock, bro. But just, and then in September 30th, I'm in Saratonic Springs and uh, we'll make it happen. People ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, a.k.a. Deep Waters. Deep water. I don't know why. I, I'll eat at IHOP. I'll, I'll get those crepes at IHOP. Really? I'm a crepe fan. Is it crepes or crepes? Crepes. Might be I crepes. Think. And crepe Suzette in French. I, I love how he couldn't say it right in English, but he puts a little fucking heat on it and suddenly he's nailing it. Yeah, in French, that's how you say it. So I'm used to saying crepe. I'll have a crepe and a croissant. Yeah, dude, you I love can't that. Say I'm croissant. You were like a white drunk girl at Taco Bell. I'll get a croissant. 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 Je prends croissant, s'il vous plaît. Hey, dude, how was your weekend? Did you crush? Dude, it was so awesome. It was Ontario. I was so fucking excited, and they just came out in force. And now I got um, American Comedy Club this Wednesday. Oh, snap! you did. Yeah. We sold out the first show, so looking for tickets for the second show. So come get some. Oh, so you had a second show to... Uh... Yeah. San Diego? Yeah. It looked like you had a blast. Who's winning? Dallas. I this mean, we're guy. doing well. Yeah. We're doing our thing. You're killing it. You, uh, you, it's, it's funny because I feel like, um, I feel like I'm wearing, um, I'm wearing a weighted vest on my face. 
Really? Because I, I went to bed and I ate, I ate too much food right before I went to bed. Dude, and let then me I tell woke, you woke up a half hour ago. This so before we started recording, I I told you that I woke up yesterday with real uh, really depressed. We're dep we are recording right now. I know, but before oh. we were recording, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I said this to you, and I, yeah. I woke up really depressed. And and like instead of getting woe is me and running around and doing all the stupid stuff I used to do to medicate that feeling. I go, why am I depressed? Mm. Why am I, what's going on in my life that makes me depressed? And it comes down that I was traveling a lot and I was eating like shit. Mm. And you, dude, your food is your fuel for your body. And dude. your medicine in some ways. Your drug, you know, too. Like food, food can affect your mood. Like food. For sure. Yeah, how you feel, how inflamed you feel. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Your, your energy, you know. How so you, what'd you eat mm. last night before you fell asleep? And how late did you eat? Well, daddy ate well, but I ate late. Like how late? I had salmon curry, a big bowl of salmon curry with this black rice. It was so good. And then I woofed down, because my girl wasn't eating, I woofed down a um I woofed down a chicken, crispy chicken sandwich. And that was the killer. That's what gets you. Yeah. Woofed down That's the crispy what gets chicken. You. That's what gotcha. Yeah. Crispy chicken sandwich? Yeah. From where? But it it gets it gets worse. Then I ate a, I got home, and I watched Fuckboy Island. Have you watched F Island? No, F I have not. I saw that on HBO, and I was like, "What the fuck is with this? Nikki Glaser?" So dumb. Yeah, yeah. Was, I like Nikki, but but the the show itself was like whatever. Did it's, you? What did you? Hold on. What were you expecting from Fuckboy Island? <laughs> Nothing but nothing but what I what I saw. And that's on what HBO? I don't know. My, what is it on? What's HBO? happened to HBO? I, Can I we was, be honest? I was man? just having a conversation with my girlfriend. I was like, "There's so many good shows on HBO, like Sopranos. There's a TV show that we just watched called The Night of. I mean, you, the list goes on and on. But and then I turn on HBO and I see Fuckboy Island. I was like, "What is this? It's so weird. I think because they're they're like, we got the streaming service now, and a lot of people are talking about how they really like HBO streaming service. Right. But it's, I guess maybe you have to." appease a large audience which is hey we got some really smart shit over here yeah. and some just monkeys throwing shit against the wall stuff over here too <laughs> right it's so true do you think that is it's like I, boy I, I just like <laughs> yeah i think it's just it's a money maker for him just nikki laser pooping in her hand and throwing throwing it. It. she's really funny she's actually really well, she's good. perfect for that but i just watch it because i i'm so uh, it's such an interesting weird anthropological study it's terrible it's three women who are kind of regular gals. They got these, I mean, one of them's kind of pretty, I guess, but but they're kind of regular gals and these stud dudes, these stud dudes. Like these guys, when you see them, you're like, how the fuck are you built like that? How do you have like a body like that? You gotta start early. These black guys on the show look like they walked off the football field. Yeah. They look like they were first draft, all American draft picks. And like, like the guy, you know, the guys who like are built like, um, like Reggie Bush, they all look like Reggie Bush. Like they, oh, yeah. they all, and you're like, how the hell are you built like this? The perfect tattoos, great looking and everything. You love cool black clothes. men. I like all men because I'm, I'm, I'm probably 10% gay. And then you see the I white, the white this dudes. This is a big moment. Thank you. Yeah. Then you see the white dude. Some guys got curly hair. But the point is like, the women watch these shows. Yeah. And the and, and and then the guys that get picked, they're not the coolest guys, just the best looking dudes. Yeah. Just the best looking guys. They're like they're the guys that are so good looking as a straight guy, you're like, Well, yeah, I mean, I get it. Of like, course. Those are the guys that your girl has sex with behind your back. One hundred percent. And you understand. You're like, like, what can I do? Well, I'm not gonna yeah, I'm not I I'd be like 
I'd be like, wait. When I saw Kobe Bryant live, I thought, I'm like, if my girl's like, hey, dude, Kobe wants to fuck, I'd be like, hit it hard, dude. Yeah, because there's Hit it hard. Get knocked up. I'll raise that kid. That's right. (laughs) This is my son, Kibi. Yeah. Kibi. (laughs) Kibi Tripoli right here. (laughs) My good son, Kibi Tripoli. No, of course he's my son. I have some black in me. Yeah, I have six foot six foot seven black family members somewhere in Italy. He would name him Kibby. Kibby. <laughs> and it'd be your secret little coach. Yeah, I would be so happy. I love it. <laughs> this is Kibby. Uh he's dunking in, in eight, sixth grade. Um <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, I, I think that that's how I'd be. I'd be like, so wait, you don't like the 54-year-old actor who tries his hardest to stay in shape? You'd rather go with super athlete in his 30s? Yeah. Yeah, but Brian. I would too. Yeah, Brian. But also, you can't eternalize. That's that is my biggest problem. And I love women. But why they can make comedy harder? Because they eternalize everything. Right. Every joke about women is about them personally, and they internalize it all. You're like, I'm not talking about you. Yeah. I'm talking about this crazy chick I banged in my car. Lose, lose quiet up, yes. right? Yes. And they do that. So that's what you're doing. You're yes. like, oh, nobody wants me because they want that. Yeah. They can go out there and get fucking smashed. Yeah. But it's like, you bring something else to the of table. Course, of course, I you mean, bring stability. No, of course. Blah blah blah. I mean, I know. I'm. I, I'm. I'm being. I'm. I'm. You don't want to live on fucking fuckboy no, 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 island, I, I'm right? Joking, I, I definitely don't want the. The problem with those wonderful guys, God bless them, is that when you're that good looking and you're a TikToker in your thirties. It's an issue. It's it's like, I get it. It's like these guys are just, they get them off social media and they're basically like these hot dudes who didn't make the football team. I get it. And I have no problems with them no, doing no, them no, at no, all. No, they're good but guys. It's like, it's like, dude, when you follow that hot porn star on Instagram, right? Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, she's so hot. Do you want to date her, dude? No. Like, do you want to, is that where you want to live? No. 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 And and uh, as somebody who's dated then you to some beautiful women in uh, my life, the, some of the most beautiful women in the world, you better have more than just that. Because look, be, after a while, you know, it's, it's one of my favorite lines, and I'm going to butcher it from uh, Lord of War, the, the, the Nicolas Cage movie, yeah. is like, yeah, eventually your 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 fantasy woman just becomes you know your girlfriend basically. Uh, that's at that right. Point. And you have to stop. What is there? That's exactly right. It's like uh, Dub Davidoff's greatest joke, like one of the greatest jokes. Goes, Why do go- beauty- gay guys uh, no, look beauty- like they smell cookies? No, that's another great one. But beauty's beauty is essentially a commodity. Just like so, if you start, if I put you in a pool and you start swimming with dolphins, like dolphins are swimming around you for the first forty-five minutes, that's going to be pretty awesome. It's dolphins, and you're swimming with them. After forty-five minutes, it's dolphins, and you're like, "Get me out of this pool because I'm wet." Yeah, the thing feels like an olive. I guess yeah. that's cool. <laughs> yeah, the other one yeah, yeah. My but I, I got to get out of the pool now. It was good, but I yeah. got to get out of you know. Yeah. You got to have more. The dolphin's still going. Ah, it's smart, yeah, it's- but it still just jumps through hoops for fish. Ah, it's like all right. So, you know, according to Red Band, dolphin pussy is the closest to human pussy. But go on with true? your story. All right. I didn't know that. But at the end of the day, I think what, it, what is funny about um, women universally, it seems universally in all these dating shows. And I watch them because Kid Dynamite watches them is that they all like tall, dark and handsome. If a guy walks in, he's tall, dark and handsome. Uh, it's 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 
it's the end. If a guy's short, it's always a liability. If I the did. guy comes in and he's tall, he wins. I was just talking on the trip and the Tim Fall Hat comedy tour. Yeah. I was just talking about how Jesus had to be tall, dark, and handsome. One hundred percent. No one would ever listen to midget Jesus. Now be like, listen to me, salvation and love. Be like, whose kid is drunk over here? I'm the son of God, right? No listening to, to midget Jesus. No following him anywhere, right? That dude had to be tall, dark, shredded. Could have been on Fuckboy Island, right? I mean, I I have to totally agree. Right? Is midget an offensive word? I don't know. How, how are you thinking about <sighs> beeping midget no 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 i'm just wondering what if is that, that what if a pack of midgets no, come and, and yell at you wouldn't I, that be the I, funnest cutest protest ever brian callan says man you're like oh, you're so cute <laughs> you are you've just been canceled he's <laughs> just been canceled oh man that's that's a that's an unbelievable joke <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if, if midget is, uh, you know. I, I, Brian, I'm if you have thing. to ask that, it's like I used to have a joke well, about that. Joke if about you that. have to ask if it's offensive, it's not offensive. Exactly. I instantly know if something's offensive. I know. But everybody says this. If it's I like, start dropping N-bombs here, two things are going to happen. You guys are going to get uncomfortable, and I'm going to get rock hard, okay? <laughs> Those are the two things that I know are going to suddenly fucking happen here, all right? So, like, stop asking if that's offensive. If you're not offended, it's not offensive. I love you, and I agree with you 100%, and that's fucking hilarious. Um, Sam, for for a depressed guy, you're funny as fuck. What? So you woke up depressed? <laughs> yeah, I woke up very depressed. Why? I think there's a lot of stuff going on in my life, and I just like change is coming, and I have to figure out what that change is. So, yeah, is is the depression anxiety or is it depression? Well, I like I said, I was getting weird sleep. Hmm. Uh I was eating awful, dude. I like I was eating like pizza because, you know, we got into uh, Dallas super late night, and you can say whatever you want about LA. One thing I do like is there's food available almost twenty four seven. Not in, not in Dallas. No. Like, dude, it got shut down. Every pizza place was closed by noon. I mean, midnight. And I found one pizza place, and it was just awful pizza. It was yeah. just awful pizza. And I ate that next day. You know, just couldn't find a lot to eat. That is the one thing about maybe, being the road. Do you think part of your depression is that a lot of your conspiracy theories are not coming true? Brian. <laughs> Are you nuts? Well, I mean, you posted about the Challenger. Oh, yeah. I, I, I posted that just so I could watch people lose their skulls. The Challenger crew may not be dead. Well, of course, they are dead, but um, you know that, right? Is that offensive? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. did that. Yeah. A because lot of your conspiracy theories. What, what, what conspiracy theories that you have have you found not come true? That's a great question, yeah. Brian. And sometimes I don't like to answer questions like that because I'll go on somebody's show where I know they're not a conspiracy theorist and they'll always ask, what is one conspiracy you think is too crazy? Yeah. And like I used to answer the question and then they would use that against me. Yeah. So I'm well, like, this would be one. Let's let's rephrase it. What's a conspiracy theory that you held or at least that made sense to you and that you talked about and that you probably posted about that you feel might now be not fully realized or accurate or at least 
There might um, be. I think that maybe you were maybe maybe this one you were a little over paranoid or we're seeing something that wasn't there. I mean, to be honest, not really a lot. No, but I will tell you that I think. Listen, when it came to Q, I was very honest, which what I thought it was, and it ended up being that. But you which know the what? the the hope that people would start to clean up corruption and it's yeah. just and i think all that stuff was put out and we could argue whether it's real or not that's your thing uh but for me i think they told a lot us a lot of stuff that's going on so when nothing happens it breaks our spirit yeah well don't you think that some of this spirit cooking uh like all this pedophile stuff i mean i believe was jeffrey I, epstein real well before we get into that though like when i think about pedophile you know yeah. jeffrey epstein for sure was okay real. jeffrey epstein for sure i don't i haven't followed it enough but from what i've i've heard there were like 14 year old 15 year old girls on that island i don't know but i, I can believe that 100 well, percent. okay 100 percent. Right? um but let's just for a second take that out because i was thinking what when i heard pedophile and i heard you know um the higher up demo this satanic you know these cults you know what I'm thinking of is is four and five and six seven year old kids yeah and and they're they're babies. cannibalizing these babies yeah that stuff is so far fetched really well what do you think of that because well, there's no evidence to that right not true at all so I mean I, I don't know what we've covered before we haven't covered before but my question to you Brian is. Hey guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Dadgrass. That's right, it's summer. Lighten up. Dadgrass is a great anytime. They can help you chill out before a big meeting or be a new replacement to that evening glass of wine. They are the perfect pairing to everything and anything summer has to offer, okay? Dadgrass is legal, organic hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. Dadgrass CBD products are made... With 100% organic hemp that's easy to dose and that the effects come on smooth. They offer a variety of products from their token smokable pre-rolled joints as well as hemp flour and a variety of CBD tincture drops. Enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. All dab products are federally legal for ages 18 and over and ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. So this is what we need you to do, kids. Go to dadgrass.com slash CSC to check out their products. That's dadgrass.com slash CSC. Come get weird. It, how many people have to be arrested that are associates with the Clintons before you go... There might be a pattern here, whether it's real or not, but there might be a well, pattern. Well, what do you mean arrested on, on what? On, on what? Uh, child sex trafficking. Um, how many people have been arrested? That first and of all, Let's just say the year 2019. Yeah, but how do you draw? What kind of a connection are you drawing to the Clintons? Uh, that they've worked with them. They're associates with them. They work with the same company as them. Uh, I mean, it's just all, all the, you know, how many people? I don't know. I mean, I would five be enough? 
I mean, I, I think that there are definitely pedophiles and and and. So let's take John child, of God. Child, Do you know John of God? No. Who uh, what, the Clintons paraded as a spiritual guy? Uh, Oprah Winfrey went down and like did a whole story on him. Yeah. He's literally got arrested for basically kidnapping women and using them as baby factories. And after ten years, he would murder them. Well, I have no doubt. Comedy. I have no doubt that a guy who calls himself John of God. Okay. I'm already gone. Who the okay. fuck is this dude? But a lot of these scumbags. How about are, Nexium? Well, Nexium. I, I actually saw that documentary. That's not kids. That was women. That's not true at all, dude. And that 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 fucking Nexium thing. I saw that. Hold on. Yeah. Cult leader Leslie Ran. Yeah. Well, used to just him. knock look up that shit. doesn't surprise me guys like but your cult leaders i have a whole joke about cult leaders accused of running a sex slave farm and selling babies to the highest bidder in the black market um I, I, so I, we're not gonna I get into no this doubt, because there's nothing i have no doubt i can say like that. do you know that but do you guys he's, know he's a brazilian he's a brazilian do you guys know shaman look that el chapo it wasn't just drugs that he was busted on and money laundering. It was sex trafficking, and they never told you about that. Look, this guy, John of God, this this scumbag. There are people who are complete scumbags, and I could tell you right now. I just saw those pictures, and he's performing spiritual surgery with scissors. I can look at that guy right now. If you don't know that he's a complete fraud and a scumbag, then there's something wrong with you. But that that doesn't mean that the fucking Clintons drink blood, baby blood. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. But he would, dude. Bill Clinton was on that fucking flight log 28 times, bro. Oh, oh, there's no doubt. And Bill dude, Clinton, and the witnesses Bubba, said the thing that the news never tells you about. It's the witnesses said he, female sex slave said he never fooled around with us. He fooled around with the boys. And nobody ever brought that oh, up. That's 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 look, there's no doubt about Bill Clinton. If you look at his history, there's absolutely no doubt. So now we got two people yeah, that you yeah. have you have said, okay, yeah, blah, blah. That's just two. Well, John wait, wait, of wait, God wait, 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 wait. and on. Jeffrey hold Epstein. On, on, on. They have associations. Huge, there's absolutely no doubt. There's no doubt that Bill Clinton Bill Clinton wasn't touching boys if you look at the evidence and all the women oh, and all dude. the women that came out John, uh, uh, Sam John, go just yeah, uh, Sam pay attention to what actually the evidence that is everyone agrees on that is irrefutable and this is it Bill Clinton liked pussy and he Bill likes Clinton, dick. Hold on. Bill Clinton. He's the Andy Dick of the White House. No, I'm telling not. you right now. Zero he's the Andy evidence. Dick. He just hits that holes, no, asks questions he had later. He sex with lots of women. And, and a lot of women came out and said, and this, guy, this guy was super aggressive. Obama this is guy gay. Take no for an answer and all that stuff. Obama likes men, older no, white guys. Again, no evidence. Again, Tons this is evidence. just this silly Tons this, of evidence. No, there is. Hey, will you do me a favor? You look up that story that I sent you. I'm not going to get in an argument with you, Brian, because there's so much evidence out here no, but that you not. just refute. But you can't say Bill Clinton now is gay. Like, Have you read this, dude? Read this. I know it says that word that makes you nervous, Brian. Would you read that out loud? Uh Rising Republican Party influencers got their start at a talent agency ran by Israeli porn pornographer. Okay. Means nothing, but okay. I don't know what that means. The guy's a pornographer. What does that mean? That a lot of these uh these people from the right, Brian, 
worked with this agency that was ran by an Israeli porn. Doesn't mean you don't know who's running an agency when you get work, Sam. Like you, you, nobody's doing a forensic accounting of of what the guy's background is, and because he's a pornographer, something we watch, everyone watches. Uh, he might be a business guy who finances it. Yeah, there's a lot of money in porn. And if an Israeli guy has a lot of business adventures, including not just a modeling agency or whatever, but also he was involved in porn, All that's right. not surprising. Okay. None of this is a conspiracy. Bill Clinton having sex with boys on the Epstein Island is, I, I mean, I watched that that documentary on HBO, which yeah. was a complete other bullshit hit piece by a guy who works for the Clintons, Brian. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't flattering to Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, but so what? It's distancing himself from the Clintons, man, and acting like their role in the whole thing is it? Do you guys know that Joe Biden owns an island right next to Epstein's island? No, he doesn't. Oh, Brian, how much money? How, Brian, get your wallet out. Look that get up. Get your wallet out. Look that how up. much money is there? I will oh, fucking I get hit your you. Credit card for one day. Right there. See that? You get that for one day. One day, I could buy it. Look it up. I'll run it, dude. Look it up right now. You want to bet? Yeah. All right, put what? your hand. How much you got? Watch your crop. How much you got? Huh? Brian, how much? What exactly? Don't you tell me anything, dude. All right? Bro, oh, what happened? Now? Bro, bro, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. I did it wrong. I should grab Bro, it. you got the gun out of my way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm liking the way you're oh, reacting. Brian, come here. Let's do a new one. Let's do a new Look that up. Right Wait, look what it am up. I, what am I looking up? You're like, if does Joe the Biden, Biden family own an island? Go to DuckDuckGo. Does, no, right. just go. Does the Biden family oh, own? How much? Stop. You said, stop. does Joe Biden. Are we betting, dude? Does Joe Biden own what? Does the we're, Biden we're, we're betting island by Epstein. We're betting what Hunter Biden's painting is worth. Island that was owned by Epstein no, previously? Does Biden own an island next to Jeffrey Epstein's island? Watch this. Fact check. Does uh, own an island near Jeffrey Epstein's Little St. James? False. Oh, Bob Biden's brother dude. James did buy land on Water Island in 2005. Public records Thank do not show you. Biden owning property Thank there. You. A Biden I campaign. You so he doesn't Biden's own. He doesn't own. Brian, you're so retarded. I it's, went to DuckDuckGo and it just said verdict go false. Back. These, we are no longer dude. allowed to use fact checkers. They're owned by the DNC. Go oh back my god. Go so now DuckDuckGo is not good enough. Yes. Oh my God! So is Duck, his Duck, Duck, okay? Go is not good enough. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ! Now he's going to some weird. Oh, where you can't the go fact? to conspiracy.com. Do you know that they found that all these COVID? <laughs> Dude, I can't go to 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 Sam Tripley's website. All right, he doesn't own a fucking. Yeah, he island. does. The fact that you fall for this yeah. bullshit is makes you. The you're unbelievable, sucker. Brian. Uh, debunk debunk conspiracy theory suggests Brian, that Joe Biden owned retarded. a private island close to you're retarded, land formerly, Brian. formerly. It's so we've looked up everything, and everything on the web says it's not true. You're wrong. Okay, you're wrong. Okay, where are you going to find? Brian, I gotta be honest. Can we stop real quick? Yeah, Brian. If we'll, I'm asking you to do me a favor. Yes. You need to listen to the Union of the Unwanted we just did last night. Okay. The man who invented the mRNA vaccine was on. Okay. And all these doctors were on from your favorite place, Israel, 
all Canada, the United States, and they yeah. were all discussing what is going on with this vaccine that's coursing through your body. Buddy. Actually, I really, I actually listened. I know who you're talking about. Who? And and uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. As long as you let's get into that. That's our next conspiracy. But we all know that you're you don't know what you're talking about when it comes to Biden owning an island, right? He this owns an lie. island. No, he doesn't he does. own an island. He does. Well, we just looked up on your favorite website, Here we Duck go. Uh, why do I and always no, find everything and there's no, all the time? Joe Biden, Here we go. Joe Biden doesn't own an island. And if yes, he did own he an does. island, and if he did own an island uh, next to Epstein's, I don't think there are a bunch of child slave sex oh. slaves on there, right? I, d- I doubt that that's going on as well, right? When was the last time Joe Biden was at an island out there? Oh, God, Brian, you stink. You stink. You, I love you so much. I know, but you, you, I just, love you, you Brian. can't just make up facts. You can't just do that. Okay, the, the so here it goes. Arguing with you about uh, January 28th, lobbyists bought Tropical Island from Biden's brother. Oh, my God. Really? Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, a lobbyist bought So this is around. October. Uh, this is from Forbes. October 16, 2020. Joe Biden Jay- now Jay- has his Biden own island. An acre of on, land on Water Okay, Island here we go. Grand. Newsweek. He bought yeah. an acre. His brother Animal in Crossing. Joe has his own island. You can learn about here. Look up Animal Crossing. Crossing Joe Biden, will you please? Wait, wait, wait. Will you please? Sam, Sam will you James please? Biden. James Biden's land deal oh, with lobbyists in the Virgin Islands. Look that up. Sam, Animal Crossing, Sam, please. James Biden bought an acre of land. Go on Water Island. Go, go. In Here we go. And sold it. Visit. How to about? visit Joe Biden's island in Animal Crossing? Oh, New Horizons. Wait, Anthony. Get a random article out there. Go that back. Has that? Go back. Go back. I realize where? I got played right there. Go yeah, back. Yeah, you did. Didn't go you? back. I mean, we go can't. Back. I can't find where it says. I'm okay, on the, we're on the dark All right. web. Hey, I'll look for it. But right now, I'm gonna give now episode seventy nine. I'm going to give. I'm going to give Brian Callen his first win yes! on the show. Seventy nine yes! episodes. Yeah. It's a good day, baby. Good day. Don't take me down the highway to, to the, the danger zone. zone. Um, um. Highway to that danger zone. <laughs> All right, Brian. All right. 79 episodes. You on. finally got one. Let's move on to the. I want to. Oh, so, the, the was it the Legion of the Unwanted? What is that? Is that what it's it was? It's called the Union of the, the Unwanted. Unwanted. I like that. I love that. Is that a podcast? Yeah. Is that one of yours? Yeah. Wow. It's a good podcast. I mean, that's a cool name. Um, stop doing so many podcasts, but also... I do that name. once every other week. So um, I did... It is the, the greatest guy, conversation the inventor, the inventor of the uh, that, that vaccine, who's a true... Vac- he was a vaccinologist and believes in vaccines. He believes in vaccines, as do I. Did say, I think... And let me, I didn't listen to the podcast, but let me say one thing and tell me if it's true. Did he say that what happened with the Pfizer vaccine is that it made people antibody dependent? And so they became, as the vaccine started weaning off or wearing out, they become more susceptible to the to the COVID vaccine and, virus. And they have less ability to fight off the... Yes. The, That's why Pfizer was pushing the booster, right? That Well, for money and stuff. But yeah... You, he, they were actually discussing is if you get COVID one time and you beat it naturally, you should be fine. Right. That's what I said. I, dude, 
So, so what is going on is like these doctors all came out brave and talked about what's going on. They're all being brought in front of their board to fucking talk about whether they should be allowed to continue medicine I mean, because that's, they're that's outrageous pushing against the CDC's narrative. That's unbelievable to me because it is true that the Pfizer vaccine, I'm, I'm going to listen to vaccinologists. I'm not that those guys are not conspiracy theorists. Those guys are doctors who are actually pro vaccine. And I mean, dude, Pfizer, 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 I think admitted that they, that you need a booster for this very reason, because they, they rolled it out very quickly and it's not, it's not, there is evidence that it could make you more susceptible to the Well, I mean like, and then they're talking about protein spikes and how this vaccine, I don't want to get into it cause I know you got it, but gets into your blood cells and your blood cells are smooth. It makes these outsides jagged leads to a lot of blood clotting. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the case with the uh, Johnson Johnson vaccine. And then the Moderna one, I guess. I mean, it do, listen to me. I would tell you that the conversations that happen on the Union of the Unwanted are the most important conversations on the Internet. And somehow there was 20 people on this fucking podcast. And they were podcast. all doctors and stuff? There was like at least seven or eight. Wow. And... It's a symphony, dude. Nobody talks over Everybody gets a chance to talk. It's a long two and a half hour. I, I only can do an hour and a half because I had to go spring my dog out of the dog uh, uh, sitter. But, you know, it's like it's insane what's going on. And so what is the CDC and Pfizer going to do about it? I, I don't know why we're asking what the CDC is Give me a favor. Doing. Look up Pfizer vaccine. Um, look up Pfizer vaccine um, and then look up um, Pfizer vaccine and then look up uh, does it make you more susceptible to Corona? Dr. Robert Malone. The I mean, dude. Or COVID. The two day... Two episodes I did yesterday were probably two of the greatest episodes I've ever done in my life. So, could vaccines make the virus more dangerous for the vaccinated, especially Pfizer's viral vector jab? So, let me see. Let me see what it says. You heard right. The COVID vaccines are causing the virus to become more infectious. Imagine that. After all this hype of fear-mongering about herd immunity and how we must achieve 90% vaccination of the world's population or we all die. The population goes on and on. If they had just left it alone and not created all these immune compromising fake, well, this is this is an anti-vaccine. <laughs> Listen, the no, point I wanna is, get, this. I want to get, I want to get, no, actually, no, 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 dude, we talk, but I want to get all a real, the time. I want to get a real. I want to get into something else. Yeah, Brian. So, will you look up fourth? Wait, wait. Let me just see this on Google and see what they have to say. Because th- this did come from a scientist, so. Huh. Wow. Google doesn't have it. Dude, uh, listen to the the newest union they all yeah, wanted. it's all pro, like. My, yeah, dude, it's Google. Google invested in the Wuhan lab. Of course they're going to do that. It says Pfizer vaccine likely to produce lasting immunity. 
Ah, you're lying. Pfizer CEO says third COVID vaccine close, close, likely needed within 12 months. Hmm. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. You want to move on from that? Yeah. Or try to find something? Yeah. That's so, frustrating, though, that I can't. That this, this vaccinologist who's a credible guy and a true believer in vaccines is saying this and and we're not getting any information from Google. That annoys the fuck out of me. Uh, here's something I want you to uh, look at. Uh, breaking new, breaking report. Fourth DC Metro police officer who responded to January 6th Capitol protest dies by suicide. Fourth one. That to me sounds like somebody's cleaning up loose ends. Wait, that's how many... That's how many of these guys are. Let me see this. Two more police officers responded to Capitol insurrection have died by suicide. What the fuck is going on here? Dude, CNN too. They're, they are cleaning up loose ends. Do you know that after the Kennedy assess? Whoa, four officers have taken their own lives in the aftermath of the January 6th riot. What the fuck is going on? Why would that make anyone commit suicide? I know. Because they're cleaning up loose ends. How so? Uh, Explain. He was responded to the emergency response team within the Special Operations Division. So they were all in the special ops. was found deceased in his residence. What? How is it that four of them have committed suicide? So, Brian, when you see a rash of suicides, it's most likely something's at work. Four known suicides. What? That is really shocking. I agree. I mean, it's sad. This is clean up loose ends. Do you know that uh, like somebody's killing him? That after the JFK assassination, a lot of people that were there in the plaza mysteriously died. A lot of people after the Vegas shooting mysteriously died. Um, and here we go with this mysteriously died. There's a, there's a term for it called Clinton, Clinton, body, uh, Clinton suicide. Bring, but, up, bring uh, these guys up. Let me see what they look like. This is so weird. Are you okay, bro? Do you need a moment? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. There's one of them. What in the world's going on here? Does that make sense to you? I don't think I it's mean, if I was a conspiracy sense. theorist, I'd have to be looking into this. <laughs> it sounds like Sam has already looked into it. So, yeah. So, like, what's this going on? This is co pretty common when you have a giant fucking false flag event. What in the world is going on here? Read that YP. I'll give you a moment by yourself, Brian. Um, which was one of them the guy who shot somebody, the woman, and killed her? Well, the one guy died of a heart attack that they tried to make it seem like he couldn't take what happened. Right. Scene. He actually died. Of well, they said, yeah, he was killed. And then they found he died of like a stroke or yeah, a heart he, attack. He wasn't even wow. That is so weird, man. Mm-hmm. It's so strange. That's a cluster that doesn't make a lot of sense, man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> goes back to what I was saying. Like I always fall somewhere in between you 
and Sam's. He's got three kids. This guy. I know. A wife. Sad. Damn, dude. That is so nuts, man. That's very, very strange. It's scary because you wonder if there is, like Sam is saying, like some weird shit going on. How do they do that? Well, also, but why would they? they you have to ask. So that, let's say there's a secret group of guys killing people. Why would they do that? Why kill the officers? Because they're. But let, I don't, I don't know. Do? I don't know the why. Because that I'm, would be. Because then they can't be witnesses to who was there. Right. Why would why as a conspiracy theorist would you say if you had to guess are these four officers uh let's just say they're they've all been whacked. Yeah. Why would that why would the or let's say five because the other guy died of quote unquote natural causes. What would be what who would who would be behind it? Would it be the the January sixth organizers of the insurrection? Yeah. Why? Uh because they're trying to paint this as one thing and it's obviously not. And who's, who's trying to paint? Who is trying to paint something? The, I mean, whoever on Capitol Hill now is putting on this the, theatrics that nobody's buying into, because part of the so this is very interesting, Brian. Part of the Patriot Act is not just for terrorists abroad, but it's domestic terrorism, and it, the the Patriot Act sees no difference between a, a terrorist across, uh, who lives somewhere else and a terrorist who lives here. But what why would why would you want to get rid of the police officers that were there because they would be witnesses to what happened. Right. And they would be witnesses on the side of the people unless they the saw something that doesn't <laughs> fit the narrative, right? Or they don't want to comply with the story. I mean, on Octo on at the OKC bombing there was obviously uh, there was a guy running around going. This police officer was like running around going. It's not what they're telling you. This is not what happened. I was there, and then he ended up dead. So they clean up loose ends all the time. You see it happen all the time. This is what they do. This is called clean up loose ends. So these guys saw something. Yeah. And either they didn't want to participate in the lie or they were threatening to come forward. How do you think they do that? Are they like Dexter? Do they just like stick a needle in someone and then it looks like a suicide? So so what's very interesting is when you see a rash of suicides, you gotta go, what's going on? Great example was when all, will you look up all these porn stars committed suicide? That was a weird moment. Like what year was it? What year was it? Porn stars commit. I wonder though sometimes if that's like um, a contagion thing, right? Like so, you're depressed. Your friend kills himself. You're just like, Uh, I go to five porn stars commit suicide. Put up five porn stars. What year was it? I think it was like two years ago, during a lot of the fucking craziness was going on. Uh, Last days. Yeah, it was right around when August did that. And yeah, like dude, a bunch, yeah, porn star deaths, a bunch yeah, of girls. Porn star deaths, industry rocked by a spate of suicide. And what I feel <clears throat> was going on is that these girls were all high end escorts who were hooking up with crate with some very powerful people, and they didn't want them talking. I mean, one girl was an adult film star for like a couple months and they offed her. 
And there was a whole bunch of them, dude. One of them used to be yeah, on the Naughty too. Show. August Ames was the, that was the big name one. And then there was just a couple of other girls, yeah, that were just found to have she. Now that one right there, what's her name? Go down a little bit. I forget what her name is. Canadian, po oh, yeah, Shyla Styles was by far the most wild human being I've ever met in my life. Really? But she was also known to be like the top escort in Los Angeles. That blonde girl? Yeah, go down a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I think that, you know, when your life is just constant sex with strangers as a woman and you're 35 and you realize there's no end in sight, <clears throat> it's not surprising you end your life, you know? But all those other girls were 23. <clears throat> What's that? All those, some of those girls were 23, 22. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah. Wow. You know, so, I mean, it's very interesting. And then you had all those like Anthony Bourdain, that whole run of like people offing themselves. He was always depressed though. Anthony Bourdain, Kate Spade. Then you had, um, that was right when Chris Cornell, the guy from Limp Biscuit, I mean, uh, I mean Lincoln Park. I, th I think people commit suicide. You know, that's a suicide's a thing, right? Depression's a thing. It's not surprising that. Well, you know how trade. most of them, most of that Anthony Bourdain group died through uh, doorknobs. Yeah. What is, what is that? Hung himself. Red scarf. Red oh. scarf doorknobs. Oh. Now the word on the street, and the streets are talking. Okay. He's got his ear. To the street. I do. I do this a lot. I do. I'm very much like a tracker conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> conspiracy. I like way. that. Right. I do that. When I is when I, when I go like this, I go. I go when I was I was in South America and I was we were we had we were doing a mission and I went I said, Hold on. Hold on. I went. They were like, What is it, Captain? And I was like Yaguar. <laughs> but I think we're okay because female she's pregnant <laughs> <laughs> you just love to be that guy so badly at what point was it like so badly. Brian was there a time in your life when it was like theater dork or action hero was there well, a moment yes and wanted to be action hero but realized I didn't have the bone structure or the fortitude, so I decided to pretend to be one, and even that didn't work out. But watch this. Um, tell me, uh, tell me. Uh, what are you doing? I'm what not, are you doing? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Hold on. <laughs> now, just look at me and go. Oh, fuck! I, I'm trying to think of the line in the movie to make me look really good, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? Say, say, What do you think? Yeah, say, man, I've never seen anybody track. They say, I've never seen anybody track elk like this. Yeah, watch this, watch this. Hold, hold on. Quiet. Stop breathing. I, I've never seen anybody track elk like this before. You should see me track humans. <laughs> That's so retarded, dude. That was intense, dude. Dude, that's so great. That was fucking you intense. truly are. Yeah. You truly are yeah. amazing. Now watch this. Okay, no, what's my line this time? This. Now watch this. I'm gonna be smoking and just your your line after I after I just say one quick thing is uh, is 
You ever kill anybody? Watch this radio. Hold on. Uh, reminds me of in country. Have you ever killed anybody? Never stopped to look, brother. <laughs> Never stopped to look. <laughs> I never stopped to look. <laughs> That's the best, dude. <laughs> I never stopped to look. Yeah. Today's podcast brought to you by Babbel, which is an app I use every single day to keep up with my French. Do I speak French? I do, and uh, and I like to do it in front of people so that they know I speak another language. But if you don't have a huge ego like I do, and you actually just want to learn a language easily and quickly, I think Babbel is the best way to go. And I love it because they teach bite-sized language lessons, you know, five minutes, 15 minutes, 10 minutes. If you're driving in your car or you're walking around or you're at the gym, it's, it's amazing. It uses AI. It's got voice recognition. It'll tell you how your accent is. Um, it's got lesson plans. Uh, and, they were, and the whole app was created by 100 language experts. Okay. And the whole method is, is scientifically proven to be effective. Okay. I, I can just attest to it myself. You can choose from 14 different languages like Spanish, French, Italian, German. It's got, again, speech recognition technology. Helps, pronounce, helps improve your pronunciation and your accent. Um, and uh, it's actually, you can actually listen to podcasts. You can play games. You can watch videos. You can hear stories. And there are even live classes. So Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L. And right now you can save 60% off. See, I, I wish I'd known this. I went and got a subscription and paid full price. Uh, that, that's, that's yours truly right here. But um, this is, you can save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash CSC. Babbel.com slash CSC. That's babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash C as in conspiracy, S as in social, C as in conspiracy. So CSC for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. You are the best. Brian, when are you going to write your own movie, bro? We can make it. I know. I'm telling you, bro. I know. Probably. Here, here's pitch I the movie. I want to do that, dude. Man, dark past. Finally got away from it. His suburban dad drives a van, loves his kids. Yeah. But danger has found him. It's a great idea. No matter how hard he runs, danger has found him. Danger. He, he has to ask himself, does he want to keep running or does he want to clean up the past? Welcome to Dad Killer. Dad killer. Dad, dad, dad assassin. You got a belly on you. you get Assassins of dads. Ribs on you. Assassins of dads. Yeah. Got to get some ribs on you. I like, I wish I had a voice like this. Just a lot of gravel. A lot of gravel in my voice. How about this? A pack of killers. Okay. It's like the A team meets yeah. my three dads. Okay. That's a good idea. Do you understand what I'm saying? Meanwhile, I'm, I'm like, I touched the rug and put it in my tongue and I'm going... I'm not really an action guy. I'm like, oh, I have some bacteria on my tongue. <laughs> um, wait, what were we talking about before we get into? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So you were saying they all use doorknobs, doorknobs, and the word on the street and the streets are talking. Yeah, that doorknobs are actually used to say, "Don't investigate this." Really, this particular death, do not investigate it. So then, let me get this straight. I love how you. I love you, conspiracy guys. And what happens is there's a suicide and the higher-ups go, doorknob, don't investigate. 
send down the word. And then his underling calls the FBI and says, um, don't investigate this. And the head guy in the FBI goes, got it. And then that guy goes, um, don't investigate this. And then that guy calls another guy and goes, um, don't investigate this. And then the people, they go to local law enforcement and that guy calls local law enforcement and goes, um, don't investigate this. And none of them ask questions. They all go, okay. And they go, how come? Doorknob. Okay. And then it just gets sealed and the family doesn't ask questions and no one asks questions because human beings take orders really well like that, especially <laughs> cops. Okay, Sam. Brian, you nailed it. That's not even a good basically, movie. That, even that basically, movie Brian. Even that movie. The problem with your top-down Illuminati um, command structure is that people don't listen. Brian. And no one group in a room has that kind of power. Brian. Yeah. I never ever underestimate people's ability to compartmentalize stuff when it comes to saving their check. Okay? That's true. All right? If you can attack people's money source, look at what tyranny... You know, Ben... Um, what's hey, his will name? you go to my Instagram real quick? I want to get Brian's take on this. What was his name? Ben... Uh, what's his name? Little Ben... Ben... Uh, he's a right-wing guy. Is Daily Wire. Dude, they want to they want to regulate crypto. You just can never. So no. go down, see the yellow line. Can you go to that? So Brian, you want to read that? This is an Army National Guard advertisement. What does that say, Brian? Thirty one E internment settlement specialists. I wonder what they're talking about. Well, the military is being taken over by a woke agenda as well. The thing that Ben uh, Ben Shapiro was talking about is is the fact that our institutions are being infiltrated by the very the radical left and they are trying to take over everything and it only takes like 20% of the loudest uh, group to do that and what they do is they come into things like the military things like our institutions you don't need government you don't need government when paypal when fucking paypal has been hijacked by the Anti-Defamation League, according to Ben Shapiro, which is a far-left organization. I think it's the ADL. Hold on. And Ben and Shapiro is complaining about it. Ben Ben Shapiro said that that what what um, much they respect get together, to they, Ben Shapiro. Oh yeah, they get together with PayPal and they go, "Hey, this is a this is a right-wing hate group." Oh, it is. How do you define right-wing hate group? Do you define it as somebody who says, and how do you define hate speech? Somebody who says that a man, a biological man is a biological man? Because that would be considered hate speech. Now PayPal goes, we're not going to let you use, we're a neutral, we're a neutral service, but we are not going to let you use our company, our facility, because we don't agree with your politics. Unbelievable. And that's happening. And so when this radical left, this agenda takes over our institutions like the military like paypal like neutral providers like youtube whatever it might be we're we what happens is tyranny takes over because nobody will speak their mind everybody keeps quiet everybody's terrified if they say the wrong thing and don't go along with this narrative yeah and that narrative being one day midget is offensive and you can get canceled for it retarded is offensive you can get canceled for it this other thing is offensive. You can get tense for it. Saying a man is a man and a woman is a woman and having a problem with biological males in female sports is hate speech. And you get canceled for it. And you get fired for it. And you get deplatformed for it. And you can't earn a living. And now you know now, how they don't investigate suicide. Now we have silence. Now we have total silence. Right. So maybe you have a point. 
But that to me is the real conspiracy. Hand me that real quick. The real conspiracy is the radical left. And this is why I'm going to ring the bell because I no, want No, Brian, you just said I had a I'm point giving there. A, I'm giving it a scrape. Oh, gross. Come on. I just got you. No, because... No, because... I don't think they're killing. Come back to death. I don't think they need to kill you. They can kill you otherwise without getting in trouble. Okay, so they can kill you legally. Brian, what you're talking about right now is institutionalized. I would like you to go and find them. And I, I, I clipped this video because I wanted you to read it. That video says uh, how they uh, hijacked education. <clears throat> it's too over. It's the with the old dude with the red. Right. Okay. Stop it, real quick. Stop it. Um. I want you, because this is from a guy, like, if I could somehow convince him to come on our show, he is amazing. And this guy's named James Corbett. He is what I feel is the greatest researcher of our generation. And uh, he breaks down how they hijacked our education system. So can you run that so we could hear it? Mm -hmm. His business dealings, Rockefeller made sure to get the better end of the bargain. He would donate his great wealth to the creation of public institutions, but those institutions would be used to bend society to his will. As every would-be ruler throughout history has realized, society has to be transformed from the ground up. Americans in the 19th century still prized education and intellectual pursuits, with the 1840 census finding unsurprisingly that the United States, a nation that had been mobilized by tracts like Thomas Paine's remarkably popular Common Sense, was a nation of readers with a remarkable 93% to 100% literacy rate. Before the first compulsory schooling laws in Massachusetts in 1852, education was private and decentralized, and as a result classical education, including study of Greek and Latin and a solid grounding in history and science, was widespread. But a nation of individuals who could think for themselves was anathema to the monopolists. The oligarchs needed a mass of obedient workers, an entire class of people whose intellect was developed just enough to prepare them for lives of drudgery in a factory. Into the midst stepped John D. Rockefeller with his first great act of public charity, the establishment of the University of Chicago. He was aided in this task by Frederick Taylor Gates, a Baptist minister that Rockefeller befriended in 1889 and who would go on to be John D.'s most trusted philanthropic advisor. Gates would go on to write a short tract, The Country School of Tomorrow, that laid out the Rockefeller plan for education. In our dream, we have limitless resources, and the people yield themselves with perfect docility to our molding hand. The present educational conventions fade from our minds, and, unhampered by tradition, we work our own goodwill upon a grateful and responsive folk. We shall not try to make these people or any of their children into philosophers, or men of learning or science. We are not to raise up from among them authors, orators, poets, or men of letters. We shall not search for embryo great artists, painters, musicians. Nor will we cherish even the humbler ambition to raise up from among them lawyers, doctors, preachers, politicians, statesmen, of whom we now have ample supply. Although Rockefeller's resources weren't exactly limitless, they might as well have been. In 1902, he established the General Education Board to help implement Gates's vision for the Country School of Tomorrow with a staggering $180 million endowment. The Rockefeller influence on education was felt almost immediately, and it was amplified by help from fellow monopolists of the era who were approaching the topic of philanthropy from the same angle. Although best known as a steel magnate, 
Andrew Carnegie's fortune started on the railroads transporting Rockefeller's Standard Oil around the country and was greatly magnified by a lucrative investment in property near Oil Creek that provided steady, profitable oil sales. In 1905, he established the Carnegie Foundation for the Advancement of Teaching, a tax-free foundation through which Carnegie and his appointees could direct the development of the education system in the United States and, eventually, worldwide. In 1910, Rockefeller followed suit by establishing the Rockefeller Foundation, which became the tax-free umbrella organization for his philanthropic ambitions. As the Reese Committee, a congressional investigation into the activities of these tax-free foundations in the 1950s discovered, it wasn't long before Carnegie's endowment approached Rockefeller's foundation with a proposal to cooperate on their shared desire to transform the American education system in their own image. Norman Dodd, the director of research for the Congressional Committee who was granted access this to the Carnegie Endowment's insane. board minutes, explains. So they approach the Rockefeller Foundation with the suggestion that that portion of education which is, could be considered domestic be handled by the Rockefeller Foundation and that portion which is international should be handled by the endowment. And they then decide that the key to the success of these two operations lay in the, an alteration of the teaching of American history. So they approach four of the then most prominent teachers of American history in the country, people like Charles and Mary Byrd, and their suggestion to them is will they alter the manner in which they present this subject and they get turned down flat. So they then decide that it is necessary for them to do, as they say, build our own stable of historians. And, if, and then they approach the Guggenheim Foundation, which specializes in fellowships, and say, when we find young men in the process of studying for doctorates in the field of American history, and we feel that they are uh, the right caliber, will you grant them fellowships on our say-so? And the answer is yes. So under that condition, eventually they assemble 20, and they take this 20 potential teachers of American history to London and there they're briefed into what is expected of them when as and if they secure appointments in keeping with the doctorates they will have earned. And um, that, new, that group of 20 historians ultimately becomes the nucleus of the American Historical Association. And in, toward the end of the 1920s, the endowment grants to the American Historical Association $400,000 for a study of our history in a manner which points to what can this country be, can it look forward to in the future. And uh, that culminates in a seven-volume study 
book study, the last volume of which is, of course, in essence, a summary of the contents of the other six. And the essence of the last volume is the future of this country belongs to collectivism administered with characteristic American efficiency. Wow. Yeah, stop that. It's very interesting. We don't have to play the whole thing when people listen to this podcast. It's pretty think, great. But it's pretty Play awesome. the whole thing. Or maybe play the whole thing. But that's very interesting. Yeah, any, 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 uh, when you control the history of a country. There we go, Brian. And that's what we've talked about several times on the yeah. show. Is like they are not letting you know your history. And there this are a lot is of why I love this pushing show. Back now, who are going, especially like historians of color who are like, you've been taught the wrong shit and you haven't been taught. Right. You know, that's where a lot of this comes from. A lot of this, like, sort of like a lot of this pushback in education comes from the fact that you have a lot of black scholars going. Uh, the evidence, if you look at the evidence, shit was a lot br more brutal than you're being led to believe. There were a lot of things that were really unjust. There were a lot of things that went on that we, we don't learn about. Well, it's also that, like, what this country was founded on, who they are, what it, you know, you just have people that are, like, 22 years old talking about stuff that never happened in their life, living through this thing, being told that this country is the most racist country well, in the world. Well, that stuff also, that, so that would be the pendulum. So exactly. So there's, there's, there's so much pushback that now, instead of, they're trying to teach the real history of the United States, instead of also teaching that this country was incredible, a beacon of hope, a beacon of innovation that, that had a profound and positive effect on the rest of the world in many ways as well, <clears throat> mostly. And that's why so many people were coming to this country <clears throat> and continue to, because they say, I lived in those other countries. I spent my childhood there. You, there's no comparison between them and right. the United States. So there's so much that's great about this country. You're talking to a patriot. So, but what happens is that they, what we, we swing all the way to one side. Right. And now people in college are learning that they're, they're only hearing the 1619 Project, the United States was founded just on slavery and racism. It's so much more complicated than that. But these are mental, quote unquote, midgets who are who are have an ideological agenda, who are not scholars themselves, who are radicalized. And this is part of the radical left's agenda as well. But with, there's always been a fight in societies about who controls history, because if you can control history, it, you know, you, you can you can you can do two things. Mind control is how you gain power. And like they said, when you, you transform society from the bottom up. We see them trying to push critical race theory in, in schools. There's a huge amount of pushback from parents. It's become a big liability for the Democrats. But this is the battleground is always in the schools. The battleground is always with our young. That's how you influence young minds. And do you do you influence young minds by saying socialism is good or capitalism is good? Freedom is good, democracy is good, or top-down command is good? These are always the questions, and it's and the struggle continues. The struggle continues, and you got to push back with truth. Well, you know, for me, when I when I look and maybe I'm wrong, but it just seems like U.S. Olympic athletes are so quick to deny their that their patriotism. It drives me fucking nuts. Compared to these nuts. other countries, and it's like, why is that happening? Well, because the United States, and this is what I think all this COVID shit's about, is is the last beacon of true, true freedom. Where it's like, I agree with you, owning guns, <clears throat> being your own man, all that stuff, and uh, they're they're 
they're pushing hard. I think the next year is going to be historic in terms of what they're going to attempt to do and what is America going to be okay with. People, all you pro-mandatory vaccination passport people, and that's all I'm talking about. You want to get the vaccine? Go get the vaccine. I'm fine with that. I'll shoot it in your ass. Hmm. Bring me the thing and I'll shoot it right in your brown eye. Your hungry, hungry hippo brown eye. I'll shoot it right in there. I don't care. But to sit there and say it's okay to have a mandate for passports is so beyond sheepish. And you see the rest of Europe losing it. We aren't even seeing what's going on in Australia. And you know what it all has to do with? Guns. Some people have them, some people don't. And you could say they can just come in and just boop, 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 hit us with all this shit. If they could do that, they would already do that. We are armed to the teeth and I will fight tooth and nail. There is a word that the, the UN is in Utah right now. I have to ask if that's real or why are we okay with foreign soldiers on US soil? They're not in Utah. My parents are there. My dad is a Marine. And if you want me to go in there, have them go in there and clean shop. Daddy, I don't like the UN in Utah. Go I'm telling it. you, brother. Oh, by the way, I'm going to pick up my gun today. Good. I do think that freedom. I do. Can you think look that, up Caltech. I do think that freedom is always at stake. Have I showed you my new freedom gun? Freedom is always at stake. Let me see it. Caltech what? Just Cal, uh, Caltech firearms. Go there. Caltech firearms. What kind of gun did you get? Not right here, bro. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, let me find out where it is. Oh, it's that one with the guy holding it? Oh, that's cool. Is that a nine millimeter? Yeah, but dude, I'm gonna get seven millimeters and you can put multiple shots in there. Cool. So I can just plug zombies coming. That's cool. <laughs> How many guns you own? I own three. I own five. Damn. Brian, do you enjoy this show? I love it. Listen, I'm gonna tell you guys, if you lasted through that seven minutes, you're a real one. I think this show is so important because it's the perfect mix of comedy and just real talk. And I hope you guys enjoy it. I know I enjoy doing it. And I know we get into touchy subjects sometimes. And some touchy people subjects is what the, is the secret name of the show. The secret name okay. of the show is Touchy so Subjects. Conspiracy Social Club, a.k.a. Deep Waters, a.k.a. Highway to the Danger, the danger Zone, zone. a.k.a. Wait, hold on. No, and then, and then all you do is this. After you say that, Highway to the Danger Zone, you pause and you go, Touchy Subjects. Touchy Subjects. So that's the double secret. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. We are so like, deep. You know how everything has a secret ending? Yeah. You wait and then you go, Touchy Subjects. That's what the fuck we're about, dude. That should be a shirt. It should be a shirt. <laughs> and it should be, you can barely see it in, on the shirt. Kind of like your Duck Duck Go shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Touchy subjects. I'm fucking getting that. What's the show about? Touchy subjects. Touchy subjects. <laughs> Guys, Crush Fest. We're going to do some more AMAs on Thursday. I really like answering your questions. Do we have any videos or anything yeah. at all from oh, anybody? You guys, submit your videos, submit your questions. We're doing questions on Thursday. I love it. Let's do it. Wait, did you want to watch these or do you want to see them? Yeah, I do want to watch okay. these. And then we'll end on this. Here we go. Hey, Let guys. Name's Vincent. I'm a huge fan. Brian, I've been a fan of yours since way back in the day when I had to sneak watch Mad TV. 
because that shit was perverted. <laughs> uh, Sam, I'm over here representing the swarm. In Thank you, Belt. Uh, where the men are men and the sheep run scared. Interpret that however you will. And I'll cut to the chase. Uh, here's my conspiracy theory. Have you noticed how it seems each week you'll make some headway with Brian? Like maybe he's starting to actually think for himself and not just regurgitate bullshit. <laughs> but then uh, on the next episode, it's like right back to square one and he oh. has not learned anything. Yeah. Well, I think there's probably got to be something in Brian's house that's just totally reinserting his head up his ass. Are you getting reprogrammed, uh, bro? Yeah, I toss that guys, back and forth. Um, I'm sure I don't have some bullshit to say about it. <laughs> Listen. Uh, anyways, uh, keep up the good work, guys. I'm a huge fan. Uh, this isn't a NASA shirt. It actually says lift, so fuck NASA and <laughs> fuck Rothschilds. Dude, uh, thick. Keep, keep it up. Thanks, guys. That guy's thick, thick and kid. I appreciate you being part of the swarm. Thick and Brian, it just kind of dawned on me that maybe yeah. Kid Dynamite might not be your girlfriend. Dude, she I, might be your handler. I will say this. Alexa in my house was going, manner, manner. It kept doing that, and I couldn't figure out why, and I woke up early. Well, I got up at 9.30, actually, but but she was still up in bed, and I was like, nobody's here to hear this, and it was going, manner, and I was like, and I don't know. That's all I remember. That's all I remember. So I just know You might that be getting reprogrammed, bro. I know that, I do know that CNN is telling the truth. That much I do know. <laughs> That much I do know. And that, do you like when Don Lemon's like, we should shun the unvaccinated, yeah. like make their lives horrible? Yes. Okay. I mean, no, yes. <laughs> what? What was the question? This look, Is this a dude or a chick in this next did, video? Did Don Lemon dude. say that? Yeah. Okay. He's All right. Line. Final, final video. Dude, thanks for your call. I'm going to look into that. I oh, figure snaps. That this Holy guy's shit. the best. This guy's Sal, the... F <clears throat> What's up, Sam? What's up, Brian? This is Sal from Dallas. I'm a huge fan of Conspiracy Social Club. You guys keep kicking ass. I love the show. I uh, had a few, few quick questions. Um, first one is, uh, are you guys black or white-pilled? Uh, I listen to Alex Jones sometimes, and when I do, I get super black-pilled, super depressed. Uh, like There's no Great hope. Great question, you know, I want to drink all the booze and do all the cocaine. Uh, but then I listen to Dave Smith, who I love, and Michael Malice, and then I get optimistic. I get white-pilled. So then I'm like, oh, there is hope. You know, you see the protests in France, in Melbourne, in Sydney, all the people waking up and rising up, saying no COVID passports, no social credit credit, credit scores, basically. Um, so that gives me hope. I wanted to see, are you guys white-pilled or black-pilled, or uh, neither of the above, and where do you see this going? This guy's like, a good artist. You see, you see that painting? He's tyranny, he's getting, he sent me a, a, that painting behind is really good. Yeah, he sent me one. Triple. Do you see it? Pretzel trip, it's went. called. And Maybe I'll put it in up, And eventually the government backs down, and we live in this awesome free utopia. Or somewhere in the middle. Anyway, that, and then also, too, um, Ron DeSantis, with the whole changing his whole narrative with the vaccines, I, I saw on Instagram, people were saying, no, he was just saying people should have the options to get, you know, the option to get vaccinated. But before he was like, no vaccine passport, you know, vaccines for the people that need it. Um, I don't know. It seems like the, the people that on the Republican side uh, that were very kind of, you know, leery of the vaccine are now pro-vaccine, which I find so, very odd. Wanted to get you guys take so, so anyway, it. So that's it. Thank Sam, you, I'll see you in Dallas uh, for the tinfoil. Uh, Stand-up show. We can't wait. Yeah, yeah, first of all, he's got a hot girl. He's, he's, he's I asked a, he's if they could artist. make love. He's a good artist. He's a good artist. I want to watch him fuck him and his girlfriend. Yeah. Well, I, I I don't know what his girlfriend looks like, but he's a good artist. 
And he, he, to be a good artist like that, I think you have to be a pretty independent thinker. And I think his, his, he's classically American. What I mean by that is a guy is this, this is a country founded on individual freedom and individual expression. Yeah. And also it's a country founded on the, on, on having the ability always to vote your governor out of office at your leisure. Yes. And and so he is he is he is a representation of that from the tattoos on his body to the questions he's asking. Yes. I'm going to say this. Brian, you're a I, white pill. I believe I believe so I've talked to Alex Jones about that and I think Alex Jones probably gets super depressed. He's probably a bit of a depressive person, I don't know. But I would imagine that, you know, it sometimes these things can be overwhelming. I think Alex Jones is way out there with his conspiracies, but I also think that um, I, I know Michael Malice. I've interviewed Michael Malice four times in podcasts. I love Michael Malice. And Michael's always positive. Michael comes from a communist country. Michael comes from Russia. Michael came as a Russian Jew, in fact. And that was not easy to be. And so Michael has seen and studied what the Soviet Union turned into and what real tyranny, tyranny is about. And, and to your point, tyranny is always around the corner. Tyranny is always threatening to take us over. And tyranny is threatening to take us over, not in the form of government uh, guns. It's take, it takes a form in weird things like Ben Shapiro was talking about, in, in how they take over our institutions and how institutions take over themselves. That's what the real worry is. So I think that as a pro-vaccine person who thinks that we should get a vaccine for whatever, vaccine passports are a bad idea and i do think they should be pushed against i really do i will say this though if you have these variants like the delta variant and things like that if they are this contagious they're they two the schools of thought if they're really contagious and everybody gets them and they say it's more contagious than the chicken pox or the common cold then we will get herd immunity really quickly because everybody's going to get it um we do know that some people do die of it india is a good example of a shitload of people dying if that's the case and the vaccine helps you not die and it brings the death count down from seven to seven in a million, then what are we doing here? Why are we shutting everything down? Get the vaccine. But um, it's a confusing thing, man. I don't know, dude. I really don't know. It's confusing. Let me just tell man. you something, brother. But I, I think his heart's in the right place. And I think he's being American. Who? Okay. Sal. I think Sal, I think Sal's right to say fuck vaccine passports yes I, I across the board yeah across the board yes now you guys don't understand that vaccine passports are the first step to social credit score that's what it Correct. is using your phone to monitor you. you and make it, they decide whether what you can or cannot do i agree 100%. am i a black pill or a white pill I'm a red pill. I can get black pill, but I don't want to live that life. And what is, if that, I what ever is the difference? I don't understand. Black pill is like, it's all bad and there's no hope. Yeah, no, that's... You all, there's always hope. You have to fight for the truth. You got to find out what the truth is. The truth. The, so the way you get close to the truth is where is the evidence leading us? Has COVID killed a lot of people? Yes. But did, what are those? Who are those people? What are the percentages? What are the percentages? Did it merit shutting everything down? All the time and all of us wearing masks. Here, here I want to say the something. Question. I want to say something. So he brought up uh, about passports. 
we've now had two major unions step forward and say they do not agree with mandatory vaccinations and they will not support passports, which are the U.S. Postal Service and the New York Teaching Union. That's big. Those are huge. That's big. Listen, man. Americans don't like this shit. That that camera turned off. Okay. Americans don't like this shit. Americans don't, and they shouldn't trust it. It doesn't work out well historically. Yeah. You will so lose your freedoms thing. in the name of safety. You'll lose your freedoms in the name of unity. You'll lose your freedoms in the name even of America. You got to be very careful with who's telling you what. I and you, agree. And, and you have to fight back. So I think, I think that's a hundred percent the case. My thing is this: when I say the truth, Sam, I'm talking about this. It, I have read science. There is science that says if you had the COVID uh, virus, you have lifetime immunity. Yeah. If that's the case, you got to tell me that. If that's the case, why are you pushing a vaccine? Why, Brian? Why do you think? I mean, like, take. Let's go to fantasy so land. Here's the other question. Can we go to fantasy here's the other land? Question. Does that mean that's money? Yes. Does it mean you're making money? Power. So is that closer to the truth? I just want to get to the truth. Brian, you all. won't find the pr- truth on CNN. I got jam, no, guys. You you Brian, won't. I love you. Love you too, buddy. You Come w- see me in San Diego. This congratulations on your first win. Thank you, buddy. I mean, uh, it was a slight win. Then the rest of you just shit the bed. And Anthony's going to get us some more clips for YouTube. Start pushing. Come see us on Rockfin. I love you all very much. Take care. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, They practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. (laughs) I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken, snake gods, and the Anunnaki, and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. (laughs) I'm winning. (laughs) You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, a.k.a. Deep Waters. Deep Waters.